Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be continuing our discussion on characters in Proverbs. And this topic that we'll be going over right now is the wise in his own eyes. All right, Dylan. Well, uh, it's good to be back again. Yeah, uh, as are, always. As always, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we're uh, we're recording this actually a little bit before it's going to be posted. Yeah, we're getting uh, ahead of schedule a little bit. Which is, which is nice. It's a nice feeling. But uh, but the, the topics, I think, and I think the, the reason that we can even do this is because what we're talking about are biblical topics. They're mm-hmm. biblical things. It's not, it's not necessarily that it's not relevant to today, but it's... It's relevant to forever. It's a timeless thing, and mm-hmm. uh, you know. So, so today we're talking about the wise in his own eyes, and you know, as I as I thought about this, I, I've been going through this study with um, with with a buddy of mine, a, a member here at Keller, and uh, been in going over all these characters. And as I thought about this one, I, I thought, how do I define this? Because I mean, there's like what. Two, three, five words within this. You know, it's a it's a phrase. It's not a yeah. It's not a, it's not a word. single word. Yeah. yeah. So so what like what is it? What does it mean? And the idea here is that it is a reliance on self, mm-hmm. and it is a belief that the the individual who has this viewpoint, right, that they are always in the right. Yeah. And so then you know we talked about arrogance. Uh, I believe it, it's it's two weeks ago now. Yeah. Uh, when 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 this airs, you know we, we talked about arrogance and, and I think we've talked about pride. Well, that's what this person struggles with. Yeah. This person struggles with with arrogance and with pride and with this idea that that they know not just what's right but but always what's right and that yeah. they're not it, wrong. It's a matter of um, I can justify myself yes. rather than reliance on Christ to be justified. Correct. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that's honestly what it really boils down to is, yeah. is it's kind of this uh, reliance on, on self. Like yeah. I, I'm all I need. Um, mm-hmm. I can uh, solve all the problems that I, uh, that will arise. Um, yeah. And, and I, I use that word justified purposely yeah, because yeah. Um, that's kind of, really at the very very root of it yeah. is um is to be made just to be made right thinking yeah. that i can do that myself rather than relying on christ yeah for that well and there's there's really i mean there's a lot of proverbs there's three mm-hmm. that are very similar that i'm going to read and then there's one more that that actually has it in in the title right of what we're talking about but the proverbs 14:12 says there is a way that seems right to a man but its end is the way to death, mm-hmm. right? So again, that that idea that I know what's right for me, I know what's right for my life. Yep. Well, there's a way that seems right to me. That way is the end of death. Proverbs twenty one two says, "Every way of man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart." Yep. So again, there's that reliance on self, right, as opposed to reliance on the Lord. And then Proverbs twelve fifteen, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. Mm-hmm. And so we've talked about the wise man. We've talked about being wise and, and how it, it can't just be ourselves. Yep. And so all of these have this idea in common of, of this. There, there's a way that seems right. There's what you're doing seems to be right, but, yep. but, and there's always that, but there's something else. God is, God is in the right. That way is the way to death. Wise person listens to advice. 
And, and I think it's important that we understand that. Yeah. You know, that, that we, we cannot be so full of ourselves and, and think to ourselves, well, I know that I don't need to hear what anybody else has to say. I don't need to hear anybody else's advice. I, whatever they say is, even if, even if they have good points, it's irrelevant because I've already made up my mind. I'm already yeah. doing what I'm going to do. Um, I think we've got to be really, really cognizant of that. And, uh, and then Proverbs 3 7 kind of, I think, sums it up really well. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. And, and so it, it kind of encompasses all of that, right? It's, so, so there we're even, uh, looking at, uh, really what wisdom is. Yeah. Like going all the way back to yeah, yeah. our first discussion. Fear of the Lord. The, yeah. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. And, yeah. and now it's, uh, be not right in your own eyes, but, but fear the Lord. Yep. In other words, you're, you're going to be lacking wisdom. You're going to be, be lacking everything that is talked about through the book of Proverbs. Yeah. Um, if you are still holding on to the, I'm, my way is right. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, did you have anything or? Yeah. Well, uh, of course, I always like to go New Testament. Um, yes. And so. Well, that's where um, I'm flipping too. So. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll bounce around a few different places here. Yeah. But um, one that I actually want to start with, which um, kind of, it, it took some thought process uh, going into this one, because I don't want to just turn to something easy, something that, that our listeners can look up. I actually want to do a little bit of digging here, but I want you to turn to Luke chapter 16 with me. Okay. Because. I find it really interesting the way that this can apply to our discussion today. So um, chapter 16, I'm going to go ahead and start in verse 1, uh, and we'll read through this so everybody can have a context with me. Um, starting in verse 1 of Luke 16, he also said to the disciples, there was a rich man who had, had a manager, and charges were brought to him that this man was wasting his possessions. And he called him and said to him, what is it that I hear about you? Turn in the account of your management, for you can no longer be manager. And the manager said to himself, What shall I do, since my master is taking the management away from me? I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. I have decided what to do. So then, when I am removed from management, people may receive me into their houses. So summoning his master's debtors, one by one, he said to the first, How much do you owe my master? He said, A hundred measures of oil. He said to him, he said to him, take your bill and sit down quickly and write 50. Then he said to another, how much do you owe? He said, a hundred measures of wheat. And he said, he said to him, take your bill and write down 80. The master commended the dishonest manager for his shrewdness. For the sons of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own generation than the sons of light. And I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of unrighteous wealth. Um, so that when it fails, they may receive you into the eternal dwellings. Now, the point that I really want to focus on after uh, going through that parable, which yeah. we'll kind of recap here in a minute, um, is verses 10 through 13 here. Mm. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. It's the next paragraph down. Let me finish reading this parable. Um, <laughs> one who is faithful in very little is also faithful in much. And one who is dishonest in very little is also dishonest in much. If then you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth, who will entrust you uh, who will entrust to you the true riches? And if you have not been faithful in that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for he either will hate one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. 
The Pharisees who were lovers of money heard all these things. And this is the part that I want to focus on this paragraph right here. The Pharisees, the Pharisees who were lovers of money heard all these things and they ridiculed him because Jesus is saying you can't serve both God and money. Yeah. Pharisees are like, you're, you're crazy. Well, like, what what are you talking about? Of course we can. Um, yeah, they're, they're going at it from the angle of, physical wealth doesn't distract you from serving God. Um, um, So anyways, uh, verse 15, he said to them, you are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts for what is exalted among men is an abomination in the sight of God. Mm. That phrase from Jesus right there is what I really want to focus on. Yeah. He's told this parable about um, being lovers of money, being shrewd, uh, with the dealings of of this world, with yeah. what's been entrusted to you. Um, and it's this phrase right here that really sticks with me, that you justify yourselves before men, yeah. but you're an abomination to God. God knows the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how many times can we think about examples in our lives? Like, I, I can think about so many examples in my lives, in, in my life, where I have sought to justify myself before men, but God knows my heart. And that's a, that's a constant struggle where it's, it's a matter of, uh, you know, I've got to make sure that I, I appear right. I I may, I got to make sure that I appear doing what's right. In my mind, when I read the, uh, the Proverbs about being wise in your own eyes, Mm -hmm. that's where my mind goes. It's a matter of wanting to appear as though I'm right. Yeah. Um, and so I, I got to think a lot of times when when we mess up, when we make mistakes, we realize that we mess up and we make mistakes, yeah. right? Um, and it's not so much that we go at it and say, well, I'm going to ignore that mistake and I, I guarantee that I'm right, that I'm doing what's right, that, yeah. that I'm still going to, to be right in my own eyes. I think we understand we make mistakes, but it's a matter of wanting to appear right. Yeah in others eyes yeah. wanting to, to have this persona of yeah. always being correct and accurate and, and upstanding. Right. Yeah. And that's what Jesus is calling down right, right now. That's what Jesus is talking about is yeah. you cannot try to live two different lives. No. So no. anyways, that's where my mind goes when I'm, yeah. when I start thinking about being right in your own eyes. No, that's awesome. I, I, I think that's going to tie in really well to where, where I kind of want to go to. And, and I, uh, preached on this relatively recently, uh, yeah. but Romans 8. So I'll be in Romans 8 and in Romans 12 very briefly, but, uh, but Romans 8 verses 5 through 8. So I'll go ahead and read that, um, and, and then make some application. Uh, you know, there, there's, there's stuff before it that's important and, mm-hmm. and stuff after it that's important, but yeah. we're, we can't read all of Romans we can't right read now. All of it, right. So <laughs> verse 5, for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on the things of the Spirit. For to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the Spirit is life and peace. For the mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God, for it does not submit to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Mm-hmm. Well, The idea here, being wise in one's own eyes, the idea being that, that the mind is is at play right the mind is vital to this idea of, of being wise in your own eyes you, you you don't have wisdom in in your 
you know, your arm movements. You don't have wisdom in how fast you run. You don't have wisdom yeah. in how much you can, you have wisdom in the way that you think. Yeah. The way that you, the, the way that your mind works and, and the things that you say. And so the idea there of, of, of being wise in one's own eyes, it starts with the mind. Yeah. And so there's, and, this, and it starts with what your mind is set on. Exactly. Um, it's a matter of if your mind is set on the flesh or if it's set on God. Exactly. And, and so there's, there's this war that, yeah. that is going on within each of us, right? Of, of, of doing the things, you know, Paul, ta- Paul talks about it in chapter seven, right? Yeah. Of doing the things, the things that, that I don't I, want to do, right? I don't want to do, yeah. Have you heard the song, um, by Acapella, I'm at War with Myself? Mm-mm. It's one from like, I don't know, probably back in the nineties. I remember my dad playing it on a CD in the car when yeah. I was growing up. Um, yeah. but, uh, it's basically talking through Romans seven. It's what you're talking about now. Yeah. It's um, everything that I want to do. Um, uh, I I I just can't seem to do. Yeah. Um, uh, it's things the, I don't want to do. I do. I don't want to do. I do. I'm yeah. at war with myself. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 it really that war happens up here. It happens in the in the, for those you can't see. It happens in the brain, right? It happens yeah. in the head. It's it's it starts there. Because there's no action that we commit. There's no action that we do that we have not first thought about. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, we we have to set our mind then on the things of God. Because it it goes so far as to say the mind that is set on the flesh, right? The mind that is wise in its own eyes. The mind that is focused on self. The mind that is set on the flesh is hostile to God. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not even so much that it's, it's, it's ignorant or ambivalent or not paying attention to God. It's, it's hostile. It's, it's actually opposed. against. Yeah. It's, it is opposed it's, to God. It's warring against God. And, and you look in, into, to verse 31 of the same chapter says, what, what then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Mm-hmm. If we're opposed to God, how can we stand? Well, yep. we can't. We're going to lose. We're going to fall. And those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Well, if we think we are wise in our own eyes, if we are set on the flesh thinking that we know what's right, we know what's good, not not looking to God for that, but looking to ourselves, mm-hmm. we cannot please God. Let's turn over to chapter 12 because Paul continues this thought throughout Romans throughout this, 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 this letter. And in verse one, he says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers. And this is kind of his, the culmination of this argument. He's, he's really trying to nail it home here. He says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Okay. That's great. That's awesome. How do you do that? He says, do not be conformed to this world. But be transformed by what? By the renewal of your mind. That by testing, you may, be, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Well, how do we not be wise in our own eyes? How do we not focus on the flesh? How do we set our mind on the things that are above? Well, transform our mind to focus on the will of God. Yeah. What does God want for us? Yeah. Well, and really, uh, when you start to break that down further, that's what it means to 
to repent. You yeah. know, um, we, we look throughout the book of Acts at what the, the plan of salvation is to hear, believe, repent, confess, and be baptized. And, yeah. and that's what it means to repent is to, to change, have a ch- change of mind, um, tr- to transform your mind. It's, yeah. it's a matter of, uh, not just saying, okay, well, I'm going to try to act differently now. That's not a matter. That's not what repenting is. To repent is to actually make a change, to yeah. transform your mind from thinking in earthly things to thinking in godly things, from thinking in fleshly things to thinking in spiritual things. That's what yeah. it means to repent, is actually to transform your mind. Yeah. Um, and I really like that you've been uh, hitting on, it's it's all about the mind. It's, yeah. it's all about what you think about. Uh, that's where wisdom is found. That's how you avoid um, yeah. this thinking of, I can make myself right. I I am right in everything yeah. that I do. Um, because that goes back to the heart, too. Yeah. You know, we can't tell one another what we're thinking. We can't no. tell one another what's what's in in our minds. If if uh, brother so and so has wisdom or or doesn't, if yeah. sister so and so is um, has transformed her mind to be like God yeah. gods or or not, um, th- that's not something that Mm-mm. that we can judge with one another. No. In the same way, we can't judge one another's hearts, and so yeah. that's why I like that this coincides so well with. The way we opened it yeah. is talking about the heart because well, and, that's not seen by man, but it is seen by God. It is seen by God. And do you remember uh, Titus Camp? We had yeah. Steve Miner come in. Yeah. Do you remember what he said about the heart? Yep. Where's the heart? Where's the heart? Yeah. It's and he pointed, he pointed to his head. Yeah. And, and he so I'm that, not talking about your blood pump. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's talking about our mind, right? And yeah. so that, that reminds me of two songs. And the first one is none of self and all of thee. Mm, and it starts good. off with, you know, talking about, well, it's, you know, all of self and none of thee. And then it's, you know, some of self, some of thee, and less yeah. of self and more of thee, and none of self and all of thee, right? And yeah. it's this, it's it paints a picture of this one person, this individual going through life and realizing, I need God. And not only do I need God, I need God to be everything in my life, all of my life. Yeah. It's the gradual progression of understanding the more that I have of him and the less I have myself, the better it is. Yes. And when it reaches the point where it's all about him, that I've been crucified with Christ, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. When it's all of him and none of me, that's the best. Yes. So the other one that I think of is, is, is... it's a devotional song. I think it's a devotional song. I don't know. It's called Listen to My Heart. Yeah. And and so began the, as a devotional song is spread to be more so, so more more good. than that. Yeah. It's such a beautiful yeah. song. So it, it's how do you explain? How do you describe a love that goes from east to west and runs as deep as it is wide? Lord, you know all our hopes and you know all our fears. And words cannot express the love we feel, but we long for you to hear. Mm-hmm. So listen to our hearts, hear our spirits sing a song of praise that flows from those you have redeemed. We will use the words we know to tell you what an awesome God you are, but words are not enough to tell you of our love. So listen to our hearts. Mm-hmm. And the first time that I sung that song, it was I was in college surrounded by a bunch of other college kids. And I'm thinking, I'm like, that's scary. Yeah. That God's going to be listening to your heart. I don't know if my heart's in the right place. Yeah. Like I, and, and, and I, you know, as I have gotten older and as I have grown in Christ, like I, that song is no longer scary to me. That song is encouraging and uplifting. And, but there's still moments where it's like, 
well, I got to fix my heart. Yeah. Well, that's why I like looking at like uh, Luke 16 and other examples where Jesus is uh, talking to the Pharisees, how um, they wash the outside of the cup, but the inside of the cup is still dirty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, how like that their hearts are, are not yeah. uh, in the right place, but they try to appear as yes. though they're, they're perfect and everything. Yeah. Um, and the phrasing in Luke 16, where you, you try to justify yourselves before others, yeah. um, all of that is we can, we can definitely appear as though our heart is crying out love to God. Yeah. When in reality, it can be completely opposite. Yeah. Um, that's why it's so important. And that's why that reality of like, oh, God's actually listening to my heart yeah. is so important. Because once we have that understanding, once we have that, that reality that sets in that it doesn't matter a lick if yeah. other people think that my heart's in the right place. Yeah. Unless it really is. Well, even then it doesn't. It matters what God thinks. Exactly. And and so if if our heart's in the right place though, what we do is gonna be based on it. And and we'll be yeah. able to see, right? God yeah. God is or Jesus has said, you know, you will know them by their fruits, right? Mm-hmm. And so while someone can put on an act for years and years and years even, yeah. the truth is gonna come to light. Yep. And ultimately God is gonna God's the judge. God's gonna decide. And so I, I do, I think it's so important, so important that we set our mind on God. We set our mind on the things that are above. And, you know, Philippians 4, 8 talks about that. Colossians 3 talks about that. There's uh, the fruits of the spirit, right? The fruit of the spirit, Galatians 5. I mean, there's so mm-hmm. many places to go when you're talking about how to set your mind on those things. Yeah. But ultimately it's thinking about meditating on praying to yeah. God. That's one of my um, favorite little devotional things is how to set your mind yeah. on things of God. And I always go to Colossians three to um, yeah. uh, set your minds on things that are above, not yeah. on things that are here on earth. Yeah. Um, but then I also like looking at um, the, the transfiguration, but also the accounts right before the transfiguration, you know, mm-hmm. it's uh, Matthew 16, 17, Mark nine, Luke nine. Um, yeah. But it kind of goes from Peter's confession to, uh, Jesus predicting his death into yeah. um, saying deny don't deny yourselves take up your cross follow me into the transfiguration but yeah. but throughout those stories there's hints of Peter being focused on things of this earth yep. and Jesus is having to constantly say get you're, behind me yeah Satan. get behind me Satan you're thinking in ways of man not yeah. of God yeah. um, in other words your mind is not set on things that are above yeah. where Christ is seated at the right hand of God the, back to Colossians three two yeah um, and then finally. At the end of the Transfiguration, and it's actually in Luke 9 um, that I really love going to. Uh, but when Peter's like, let me build you mm-hmm. and Elijah and Moses like like dwellings yeah. here on earth, like, like houses, tent. tents. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a couple of lessons we can take from that, whether it's uh, Peter's not understanding that Jesus is above Elijah and Moses uh, saying, no, 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 you don't listen to Elijah and Moses. You only listen to, to yeah. Christ. Um, but one of the lessons I like to take from that is that Peter's still thinking physically, yeah. especially when you read it in the context of things that ha- that have happened leading up to this. And yeah. so finally it's the voice of God that intervenes instead of Jesus correcting him. It's yeah. the voice of God that says, this is my son. Listen to him. Yeah. And in Luke, uh, Luke nine, when we read about the transfiguration, yeah. that is listen to him exclamation point. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah. get it through your head, Peter, that you've yeah. got to be setting your mind on things of, of heaven. Yeah. You, you've got to get out of this mindset of, of, of earthly thinking. Yeah. So, well, and, and, and in that account, you've got 
Peter having said that, and then he hears the voice of God and he, he's afraid and he bows his head. Right. Yeah. And so he sees these three. Yeah. Right. And then he hears the voice of God and he bows his head when he looks up. It's just Jesus. And mm-hmm. so it, it becomes very apparent. Yeah. Right. And, and the, the same, the same gospel account very early on when Jesus was baptized, mm-hmm. there wasn't that imperative command of listen to him. Yeah. It was, this is my beloved son and whom I'm, and well, whom I'm well pleased. Yeah. And then you get to the transfiguration and he says the same thing. And then he says, listen, listen to, to him. him. Yeah. And so I, it's just so cool going back. You know, I, I did a, a lesson on, um, on the, on God's view of Jesus. Yeah. And, and I focused in on, on this, this account in, in, in Matthew, Mark and Luke. And man, it's yeah. just so cool yeah. to see that. And, uh, but anyway, I, I don't have much else to say. I mean, I have plenty else, plenty of other things. Yeah. To say, there, but, there's always more that can be said, but I but, think we've, uh, uh, kind of put a bow on this topic pretty well. Yes. So, so regarding being wise in your own eyes, I mean, just focus on God. Yeah. It's not about, it's not about us. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about God. Yeah. Uh, so if you, if you have any questions, if you have any thoughts, comments, concerns, uh, suggestions, uh, if, uh, there's something you want to talk about, let us know. Uh, we, we really would love to hear it. And, um, we hope to, uh, hope to hear from you all soon. We hope to, uh, continue this as, as we've been going. We, we really do enjoy it. And we just we want to thank you so much for listening and taking the time. Uh, we do ask for just one more minute. You can hear how you can help us. Uh, thank you very much. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments that you please email us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple, at Bible Conversations. Uh, look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a an opportunity for you to help us financially through a, through a store uh, via Kim's Closet. And you can find that. Uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a, uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be uh, posting in, in each of our episodes. And we just hope that you will, that you will reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it. And that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.